Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is a creative director, a designer, an author, a rapper, and inspiring others to live their dreams foolishly. Please welcome the owner of Foolies Limited Clothing, Nemo. What's going on, Nemo? What's popping? You, uh, we need you at my uh, whatever events I'm hosting. We need you. I'll there, hype man. you all day, man. I will <laughs> hype you all day. Uh, that is what I'm here for. So I, I really appreciate you coming on. I've been, I know I've been hounding you for a while to kind of, to kind of chat. Uh, and I, obviously it's lunchtime. So since it's my lunch break, what's your usual go-to like lunch, uh, sandwich? What's your usual go-to? Um, probably Chick Fil A. Uh, okay. I'm probably doing. Um, when I'm trying to be healthy, a, a, a grilled chicken sandwich, uh, no salt on the fries. Um, I did unsweetened lemonade once. I felt unsweet tea once. I felt like an abomination to the South, but other than that, <laughs> um, that's usually it. And if it's not, if it's not going healthy, like, let's say you're going like, I'm just going to, I just need a good, some good Chick-fil-A. What's your, is it just like a number um, one? Uh, number one, number two, I like the spicy chicken. Oh, yeah. um, throw me a milkshake in there. Okay. Uh, put me, you know, give me a chocolate chip cookie on the side, the whole nine. Okay. What about sauce wise? You got a sauce, uh, sauce choice? Um, you know, I started ditching sauces because I think that's what was fattening me up was the sauce, not the okay. actual meal. I like so it. I started I like to it. ditch ditch the sauces and then uh I actually saw an improvement health wise. Okay. I like hearing <laughs> I like hearing that. So let's talk about let's talk about foolies. Um tell folks about the brand and the concept behind it. Yeah, so Foolies, uh, and then you mentioning that, you know, a rapper, you know, I'm sure yeah. that's that's an interesting phrase. But the rapping is what started the brand. You know, it was something that I would yell out in songs that I would write. Um, and it would be like, Foolies, it's the movement. And, you know, and it was always kind of this narrative because I remember reading a uh, expose or article magazine thing, whatever, on Wiz Khalifa and other artists who had curated brands around their movements you know Wiz had um Taylor Ganger die and then Lady Gaga had the monsters and like all these different people who you might look up to they had an identity for their audience so I said to myself what could I be calling my audience and me and my brother of another mother and skin color were sitting down in the studio one day and um we were like, yo, this is foolish of us. You know, we we have these traditional degrees. I was uh, originally a sports medicine major. Um, he was in the journalism industry. Um, and it was like, yeah, but this is foolish. And then it was like, nah, we some foolies. And then it kind of evolved. Um, so it's been really cool to see kind of that layer of like, yeah. we're going to be foolish enough to chase our goals and dreams. And that's why we're called foolies um, to be developed. But it came from the music, you know, it came from the artistry. It came from me really just my first taste and trying to understand what is branding. How do I get people to love, uh, feel like they're a part of this? I want them to grow with this movement. I want them, even if they don't see me or ever get to meet me, they they feel like they they can identify with it on their own. And so that's really where a lot of the origin um, of Foolies kind of came about through music. Yeah. It, that and it's it's and first off like congratulations because i i don't know if you've ever paid attention but you've been doing this for like 13 years man as a brand <laughs> like that's that's killer man and and i love the fact that you uh you, you know your clothing brand is just fully dedicated to the whole uplifting and motivating others 
Um, and that's one of the things that I I kind of gravitate I gravitate because obviously I try to be that I try to be similar in that way of trying to help others and trying to inspire. Um, where do you feel like you get that inspiration that inspiration from to and like that desire to want to be able to kind of like help motivate and inspire people? Um, well, a wise uh, poet once said, I, "I get it from my mama." <laughs> Um, and, uh, that's it. You know, my mom was such a beacon, you know, saying of light, uh, she was always trying to encourage her homies as I call my homies, you know, my audience members. Um, she was always trying to encourage her friends and people around her. She was always the uplifting person, always the one with the positive message. She was the one that a lot of people would go to, to, to vent, to cry, to, to just say, Hey, life sucks. I don't know what to do. And she would always just have a, a perspective that was unique and different. Um, and that would, you know, I would see people go from like coming in and they're kind of hunched over to their back straight. They're smiling, they're laughing. She had a, a an amazing way to to fuse in humor with things. Um, and so I, I adopted all of it, to be honest. Um, you know, I didn't notice I was doing it until I got older. And I started kind of paralleling her life because she's not here anymore. I lost her to breast cancer when I was in the sixth grade. And so for me, it's been really interesting to see basically me becoming my mom. Uh, she's the number one uh, foolies, if you will, foolie. Uh, we don't normally use the term foolie, but, you know, normally like she is the number one, you know, yeah. saying who kind of inspired and birthed a lot of this. Um, and so I'm just a beacon of her. That's where I get it from. Um, she passed away from breast cancer while she was working on her uh, blueprints for a hair salon that she wanted to open up. So my, theory of my purpose on, on planet earth um, is that I want to make sure that no one leaves this earth with their blueprints still inside of them. Right. And so that's how I function. That's what keeps me on the beaten path. Um, that's what allows me to keep doing this regardless of if we're winning and we're getting sales or if it's a slow season, if, if we're banging with the content or not, like what's going to still always be, um, the shining light that I refer back to is I need people to to not have their their dreams in the graveyard. And I'm sure we've heard these analogies in different ways, but mine's is that blueprint. I don't want people to die with their blueprints inside of them. So that's why I'm here. It's really all of her, man. And really, you know, thank God, thank my mom. Like it's, that's that's what keeps that 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 passion pushing. Dude, that's that's beautiful. Uh and and it kind of now connects even more the at least the idea for me because one of the things that i find so wonderful is the fact that you're such an amazing advocate for for strong black women and showcasing them um within your brand and then just showcasing them uh in your designs and 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 in general um and i was and i was wondering and i and i knew your mom was going to be one of them but i was wondering like what who are some other women that have inspired you um along the way because obviously you know it's been it's been some time since she's been here, but obviously mm -hmm. she, I know she's here in your heart. But, I, you yeah. know, there's got to be others along the way that have kind of helped continue that path and that journey, I'm assuming, um, as well. Yeah. Um, on the ground floor level, you know, um, it's it's my my bestie, Chasney, uh, who holds things down. Um, you know, it's. Um, a former team member, her name's Kim. Um, you know, she's still a, a great inspiration to me. Um, she's gone off to do better things, which is just phenomenal. And that's what 
I'm all about that. Like, don't don't be hanging out with me if you got goals and dreams you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, so she's been a a big inspiration as well. Um, You know, I have a I call her my mentor. I don't know if she knows she's my mentor, (laughs) Uh, but her name's Jen. Um, You know, and between those three women in general, there's a sleuth of other. Yeah. Um, It was my caretakers, you know, Cherry. Audrey, my godmother, you know, saying like there's so many different black women, different ages, ranges, spaces. You know, if we're getting into celebrity stuff, it's your Violas, it's, uh, you know, Lupitas, it's, you know, that that kind of energy. So there's a lot of just different, you know, roller coasters of inspiration that I get in different facets. You know, one day I'm getting it from my mentor or my bestie or, or Kim or, you know, another day I'm getting it from, you know, a video or a movie I'm watching. And then the next day I'm getting a reminder or just watching how they've been able to to live life and do the things that they've been doing and reminding myself, like, I need to keep doing this. And, and most importantly, too, you know, I want when people remember me, you know, I'm prayerfully, I'm here till I'm 90, 95, 100, whatever. But, Correct. you know, I want people to remember that, like, there's this phrase, like, I'm I'm not, I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want people to remember, like, that brother's been in our corner for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want it to feel ever like bandwagoning, like I'm just jumping on the ship because it's hot to to highlight dope black women right now. Like, I just need you to know that that's that's the DNA. And yeah. if I wasn't doing foolies, I was going to find another way to 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 execute that somehow. <clears throat> and, you know, for me, too, you know, another role that I have, I'm a senior graphic designer for a company up in Boston called Jobs for the Future. And so that company is so diverse and so packed with um, minorities, women, women of color, those kinds of things. And, you know, I look forward to being able to do that same advocacy at the job, right? I look forward to being able to to make sure these voices are heard to like, hey, like she said that first, guys. So can we focus on what she said in the me, right? Because there's all these different ways you can advocate. Yeah. Um, it's not just saying, hey, look at this as a t-shirt, right? And garnering a sale. That's cute. But what am I doing behind different doors? Like I'm making sure that the when I when someone's like, hey, I need a designer outside of myself, I'm giving you a number of a black woman. Oh, hey, I need somebody in marketing. I'm giving you the contact for a black woman in the industry. Oh, I need someone who does audio. I'm giving you the Instagram account for a black woman in the industry. You're saying like this isn't just like I'm trying to sell you a bunch of shirts. Let's focus on this. They're hot. No, like I need to make sure that I'm taking care of this community that is near and dear to my soul at every breathing moment I get a chance to. So, no, I think that that's uh, that's that's awesome, and 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 obviously you've done it in in multiple multitudes of ways, and at the same time you've been acknowledged by it. You know, like some of the things that you know, obviously things that you've done on social going viral. Uh, you know, the partnerships with like Essence, Oprah. You know the obviously the oprah the oprah winfrey network the getting to be part of gary v's crushing it um like those are all elements that basically is um i would say the fruits of your labors of at least being acknowledged for what you're doing and how you've been doing it for so long um and and look i 
there's so much I wish I could do. And I'll say it here for the sake of like, I need a, a stamp where I can reference yeah. it back. Like I'm hoping to have things that I can do for black women in the gaming industry one day where I'm funding maybe their gear, their equipment, their PC. Cause you need a lot to be able to like run games and stream them and compete mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like I'm hoping I can fund black women trying to get into the film industry and in the entertainment business. Like, I, I want to do scholarships for black kids in inner cities, like what I came from in Miami. Like there's so much that I just, just give me more breath, God. Cause if you, if you give me more breath and more time that I can make these moves, I there, they will be made. Like I want to be talking to more black kids in colleges about starting your goals and dreams and chasing after what's, you know, what you feel most closest to, especially like if you're Jamaican or just, in that space of Caribbean culture, African culture, where, you know, normally if you're lucky, you got a father or mother that's like, go get it. But then you got these people that's like, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be a son, you know, saying something that's going to make quote unquote money. And to be able to advocate for those black creators or black innovators or, or just people who just want to be themselves and not fit into anything. I want to have a voice that I can like, they know they're foolies too. You know what I'm saying? So there's so much more work that I haven't even like, what I've done is cool. But what I will be doing will be like, I need the ground to actually shift. Yeah. Um, I need women to be paid more. I need black women to be paid more. Like I want to make sure that the work I'm doing will eventually get them to those pinnacles where it's like, Hey, we can look back at foolies and we saw some stuff they did. We partnered with them that opened up this door. Now we've increased black women in that C-suite by 300%, like whatever that looks like. All pie in the sky dreams, but that's what it is, right? We want you to go after your dreams no matter how foolish it seems. And so I need to get even more foolish with mine. That's that that's so good, dude. So good. Um, one of the things that I and and I will tell you this, like obviously I see I see exactly because I've been we've known each other. I want to say we've known each other for at least it's got to be at least almost 10 years. Yeah. Shout um, out to Bess. Because <laughs> of uh, Florida blog con and meeting her and then, uh, you know, and getting to get to meet each other. And, uh, and I, and I've just seen it and it's been amazing to see because the, the thing that I absolutely love about what you do and, and yes, obviously like the, the, the foundation is what, you know, kind of like where, where you're at and what your brand's about, but it's, it's so like universal in the sense of like anyone who hears your message has something that they can grab and gravitate to, uh, and appreciate and be able to have. And I think, um, you know, is that one of the reasons like what, what made you want? Cause one of the other things that you've done is you've self-authored two books. Mm-hmm. Um, the most, the most recent one, obviously one of the ones I have, um, the foolies approved dope affirmations for my homies mm-hmm. uh, available on Amazon. What made you decide to want to create that um, and kind of create a book, a little like a, a small book that you can basically have. And I basically randomly will pick a random page. every day. <laughs> and read it. Um, it's at my desk uh, for when I do my corporate job. And that's okay. what I read every day. So what uh, what made you decide to do something like that? I got like a like a punch of inspiration. Um, uh, it was right before I think before 2022 kicked in and like I heard a voice. I was like, write the book or like, like release the book or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like, oh, man, because <laughs> to be honest, like this stuff requires work. Like I know entrepreneurship sounds cool, but like 
That means I got to work. That means I got to type. That means I got to edit. That means I got to design the cover. That means I got to come up with this. Like, you know, because a lot of this stuff, like, you know, I have my right hand, which is Chasney, and it's it's still small. You know what I'm saying? So I do my best to not task her with any, like, extra work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, like, if I can handle it, I can handle it. You know what I'm saying? So when these ideas come, I'm like, I got, I got now I got to actually go and do something. And then, you know, I think Erica Badu has said it like, you know, we're sensitive about our art. So then this is back and forth. Like, does the world need this? Does it not? Like, am I doing the right thing? Is this stupid? So, you know, sometimes just like I go through all of those things and then it's like, ah, shut up. And then like just start working. Um, and I think every creative probably has that that up and down battle. Right. So, you know, I go through all of that. Then I say, cool, it's time to put this book out. And then you know, what I wanted was affirmations and encouragement and inspiration and uplift that sounded like it was coming from your homie. Like, not yeah. like, I am strong. I am this. Like, and those are great. Like, no, yeah. nothing wrong with that. But I just wanted it to sound personable. You know what I'm saying? I wanted it to sound like, ah, you know what? Like, this sounds like something my brother would say. This sounds like something my cousin would say. This sounds like something my aunt would say or my granddad would say. You know what I'm saying? I wanted it to have that touch and feel. So I wrote it like a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I wrote it like a poet. I wrote it like someone who can actually relate to you. That's why it's dope affirmations from my homies. Like, I want the moment you see it, you know it's for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not cultured, please buy it anyways. Get cultured, right? But if you are cultured, you know what I'm saying? If you are Black, if you are a minority, you're like... I already noticed for me, right? And I've gotten that sounding board when I'm interacting with people like, ah, I already know this going to be good, right? And I love that feeling. Yeah. And it's important for you to know your your niche, right? And I've been told that the riches are in the niches. So stop being so general, right? Stop being so kind of for everyone. Like find your target audience, the, the woman, the guy, the girl, you know, whatever your thing is, the age range, where they shop, where they work, and and lean in it. You're saying so that book was a testimony of just me leaning in to me being my most unapologetic self and making sure that I've always admired when a book can fit in your pocket. So I was like, I'm gonna make this book and then I'm gonna make sure it fits in your back pocket or your, you know, your front pocket so that you can um pull it out when when needed. You're saying and I deliberately like didn't put page numbers in it. I didn't make it super wordy, you know, saying I've read, I've had, I have journals and affirmations guys, that kind of thing. And they tend to be more work. You don't really get to them. It's like a lot going on. You get a text message, an email alert, you forget all that you're doing. Right. So, Hey, cool. One quick message is like a multivitamin. You take it, close it, keep it moving. You can reflect on it for the week. You can open it each day. Some people just read through it all the way through. It's kind of interesting, you know, why they do that. But yeah, um, but yeah, take one a day and cool. Or sometimes I've had moments where, like you said, I'll just flip to it in a random point and I'm like, that message was for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's just how I, I I try to make things as digestible as possible. That's just a part of my maybe my brand acumen of my minimalist ishness in me. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what made me produce it. That's what made me put it out. And now, you know, I've had the beauty to have like different editions. Um, so I have a health edition that's strictly for health professionals. And then um, I have another edition that's coming out soon for creatives and entrepreneurs. And so I want to keep doing that. You can say it's like your chicken soup for the soul kind of energy. Yeah. 
um, as well, because, I mean, that formula is a great one, right? (laughs) You know, they have for the teenage soul, for the rich soul, for the hungry soul, for the grandma soul, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, cool. I want to have that variation that I can do for my audience and my crew and my world, Um, my whole multiverse, if you will. So, yeah, that's that's really where that's at, you know, so. I just want to keep people encouraged and everybody doesn't want to wear a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? I have to understand that. I have to understand that people's professions might not require them to wear shirts. People's industries might not be so cordial with the casual flair. So here's another way that I can engage with you and still get you that message, even though you're not rocking one of our tees, which obviously go to our site and grab some. But, you know, I want to make sure that people... There's no excuse why you can't be motivated. There's no excuse why you can't be encouraged. And I want to have people see me doing it. And even if they're in their most selfish self, they say, well, if he could do it, then shoot, I need to. I've done my job. Right. Like, oh, man, he over there putting out books. Why can't I put out a book? He ain't no better than me. I want that because I'm not. And I want you to know that you can, too. I want you to know that you have the same ability do a little research, jump on Amazon, get your editor from Fiverr, or if you have a more elaborate process and you know editors, or maybe you're already, you know, English beast and you got the shrunken white book in your back wall, like, go ahead and start writing your book now. Like, don't wait on anyone to co-sign on it. Like, let's let's use this. After you go through this, you're like, oh, snap. Cool, your turn. That's really what I want this to be. I don't want this to be where I get all the glory. I want you to say, hmm. Yeah, I need to make sure I make mine happen. Yeah. What? So I feel this. I'm I'm always kind of curious because there's I'll admit it, man. There's not many. I And I'll, and I'll put myself in the same in the same kind of world as yours in the sense that there's not many that want to encourage and want to help and spread and provide like that positivity and all of that. So sometimes i'm always kind of curious like do you sometimes when when you're doing these things mm-hmm. and obviously i know like the beacon of your of your mom and like and, and those aspects but sometimes it's difficult man like there's certain times when it's like it's it's hard it's hard to be that positive vision and that positive light all the time so like how like what do you do when you do get down and when you do have like those moments where i mean it it's 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 a lot of work uh, it's a lot of work because what what I also come to realize is and what I've seen through the years is that um, you do it because you love it and it's inside of you and you want to get it out. But then there's also that other aspect. That sometimes you need that. You need those people to kind of be like you sometimes need it yourself. Mm. Um, like you need to fill your own cup is kind of what I've seen is what I've been seeing more and more of. And and that's the tough part. So like when you got to fill your own cup, like what do you do when you get down and you kind of need that extra uh, you know, for your to get yourself back to to where you are. I cry. <laughs> you know, and, I'm just and that's an keep, awesome, that's an I'm awesome keep, release. Look, look, I'm gonna keep it a buck. You know, what I'm saying like I'm a thug, but I I cry thug tears pretty often. So, um, yeah, man, I look. You know, um, I have I have the pleasure to. And privilege as well as I have amazing, you know, friends and people who encourage me. You know, I, I guess you could say I have my um, uh, my cup fillers, you know, so my cup is rarely ever empty. And even if I don't think my cup is being full, 
if I reflect and just take a second, it's probably being it's probably overflowing. I think sometimes it's it's hard to see that when you're down. So cool. I, I'll cry. I'll journal it out. Um, I use it to make music. Um, you know, I, I made this song once when I was like jobless because some contracts had ended and, you know, the freelance stuff was minimal. And it was like, I can't deny it. Um, but I'd be a rider going after my goals and dreams. I'm gonna get it all by any means. I'm gonna get it all by any means. Like, cool. In that moment, like I was crying before writing that, you know what I'm saying? And like, but I need those reminders, you know, saying to myself and that artistry space is a really amazing one because that is what rappers do, right? Bad breakup. I rap about it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like mom passed. I rap about it. All the bills are unpaid. I rap about it. Right. Because there's this amazing energy when you also put that out and you, and you look at it in the face and then you kind of almost command it, right. To like leave you alone. Right. And that, you know, that better is coming. And that's what the song is. The song is a release. That's why artists can't ever go back to some of those places after an album drops. Right. Because that, that it's already like, I've already got it Band-aided it. I've healed it. Like, don't take me back there, right? Because that's a dark place. I don't want to be there. But I use that dark place to create something cool, right? To create a product, to create the brand, to make the next shirt, to drop the next post. And then, you know, I, I'm I'm no pro, um, but there's two things I love, um, jujitsu and waffle fries. And so <laughs> I'm better at eating waffle fries than doing jujitsu. But um, jujitsu has been a great release for me as well in tough times um because you're getting whooped right you're getting like you're getting choked out you're getting things contorted in ways you didn't know you could and i've learned so much from being on the mat and talking with these guys and girls talking with black bells blue bells purple bells and just like getting their insight on things and i remember someone told me um you're tapping out too early like you're more scared of the actual move being done than the move being done. And you could have done these two things and you could have been out of that submission. And that was really thought provoking for me that I'm like, man, we're tapping out too early. You know, we're actually calling in and throwing up the white flag. And like, it's literally in the fear of the move. Not the move. Like, it was like, I ain't even doing that to you. You know what I'm saying? You, you see, you yeah. know, if you have kids, you know, you probably imagine like, you didn't, I didn't, why are you crying? I didn't even touch you yet. Right. But yeah. it's that fear that that child has in their mind. Like, oh my gosh, this is going to be bad. Like I'm in trouble. Like, you know, so there's a lot of things we do that brings about our own pain. Right. Um, but kind of, you know, uh, circling back yeah these are some of my releases if it's not prayer it's writing if it's not writing it's rapping if it's not rapping it's jujitsu um and figuring out who needs me because i mean i could cry all day and i welcome myself to do that i'm not saying don't but you know i gotta i gotta i gotta keep doing this you know what i'm saying like I like to imagine people are counting on me and I like to imagine that people want the realness too. Right. I think that's the beauty of podcasts. I think Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of like these kinds of content Um, because you get to like pull the curtains back and not just see the simple stuff that you see on social and the highlight reel that social media can be. And social media is a fake place. 
Yeah. You know, nobody's posting. I just went through a tough breakup today and life sucks like some people do, but we don't even want to see people be honest on the platform. Right. Um, but most people are posting the highlights. We look great. This was perfect. This happened. But like I could have been got my car wrecked and this happened and all this stuff. And I'm posting like, oh, look at me in the cool beat shot. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, find your ways. Um, I welcome you to try some of mine. Um but find your ways to release and and share, you know what I'm saying? In whatever light ways you can. You don't always have to pour everything out because everyone doesn't deserve to know about your pain. Yeah. But find your ways to release and lean on them and don't feel bad that you have to take some time to yourself or you have to go quiet for a bit or if you have to kind of isolate yourself. Just don't do these things for too long. Everything's good in moderation. So. Yeah. Speaking of uh, social and trying to figure that out and trying to do that, I mean, you've done you've done quite a bit of viral, had some viral moments and and wonderful things like that. What what do you recommend? What what advice or what would you recommend? Because you you're very con- you there's a consistency and and obviously that's one thing I've always noticed on you. Um, but what are some things that you would recommend for folks? You know, especially they're them trying to start something. I mean, obviously. Um, I think people do like to see some of the realness of what's going on. Um, I think people are appreciating that more now than before. Mm. Uh, but obviously we still see a huge version of, you know, the, the fake, the fake stuff. So what, what would advice would you give someone who's like trying to start and maybe is struggling or just starting and starting a business um, and, and on social, or maybe there are a business and they're just not getting the, what they would consider the views and things like that. What what is what's what's some advice you would give them um, for when they attack when they're trying to tackle social media and mm-hmm. and different uh, and different some of the social apps? Um, well, uh, you know, there's another song that I made in some tough times when I wasn't getting views and love and all that stuff, and it was um, "Don't Stop, Keep Going." Don't stop, keep going. You never know how far you go. Just don't stop, keep going. And you know, like that's it. Like. I'd rather people compound their views, right? Like add up all of your views, right? So if you got 10 on one, 30 on another, 100 in this one, 16 in the other one, like add it all up. Like stop looking at it as so singular. You know what I'm saying? Because if you had whatever that number of people in the room, that's a lot of people, right? Just from 100. Let's say you get 100 views and that's it. And you keep getting 100 views on each video. Okay, well, times 10, that's a lot. Times 100 of those videos, that's a lot. And eventually what that starts doing, to be honest, you just need to build a muscle. That's what we're doing in this business thing. We're building the muscle, right? Like, so if you are going to exercise, if I work out once a week or a month, I may not see improvements. If I walk once a week, a month, I may not see improvement. But two, three days a week, five days a week, it's going to come with time. And I think the next thing in anything is just being patient talking with your friends, reading, right? And like, or studying or looking at the content, like see who you like and mimic them. Like start there, right? You don't know what to do. Who do you like? Cool. You like this person? Insert your favorite action figure of a content creator. Start doing what they do in your way, in your your bathroom, in your bedroom or whatever. And every time you see them post, you make a post. They post on Fridays, you post on Fridays. And then start following that formula until you're like, okay, I think I got a good rhythm now. 
Um, if you want, you can make a separate uh, Instagram account and just kind of like post privately and just get that like kind of traffic on of yourself. Like don't share with anyone. Just get in the habit of like, did you like what you posted? How did it go for you? What did you think? Were your captions good? Like just practice, right? Because that's what it is too. We're not practicing enough. We're not throwing the ball around enough. We're just mad that we're not getting any completions. But like you only toss the ball around once. You're not going to be, you know, a Brady. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like we would love to be Brady's on our first go round, but this stuff takes time. So finding your rhythm, finding your cadence. I always tell people treat yourself like you're a TV network. TV networks have a show that comes on once a week. After that show airs, they promote that show for the rest of the week. If a season comes out, they're promoting the season. Like, treat yourself like that network. And Thursdays, 9 p.m., I make my post. Dope. The other days of the week, did you see that post? Oh, three things I said in that post that you need to pay attention to. Oh, man, this post is really cool. You should find, like, a new way to maybe spin that post. Like, whatever that is, point people back to the one thing they missed. And if you can just treat yourself like a TV network and treat yourself like each year is a season or every three months is a season, you start seeing a different energy of the content you create, what you put out. If you actually looked at it like a show, I have 12 episodes, that's a season. I'll see y'all next. You're saying like if you kind of can get in that cadence, yeah. you'll be good. No, I think that's very accurate. I actually, that's something that's kind of how I started as well doing when I started the podcast, like I literally was like, let's just do 12 and let's do a season. That's why I have like, even though I've done like over 80 episodes, I'm on like season six and I'm like at a point where I'm like, and it's because a lot of times I would just be like, okay, let's just look, let's do this. And let's just little hurdles, but you're trying yeah. to do it. And I, I do love the fact of how you describe it about practicing and, and trying those things, because I think that's something that we tend to forget. And we all, we all just want to be good at it and not looking at, the you know we all just like everyone wants the the viral moment and it's not and that's not how it works uh you yeah. know and, and and some of those viral moments are fleeting and they don't come with rewards they don't yep. come with monetary benefits so we can't always look to virality as being the thing i'd rather the one influencer person that works for own network right i'd rather the one ceo who has the actual green light for your movie, right? For your 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 music career, the producer who's worked with all the th top producers in the industries to have seen your work and be like, "Yep, bring her in. Yep, bring him in. Yep, let's get him some star time. Yep, that's she's ready to go." And there's a lot of nobodies, quote unquote, doing amazing things, and you might still not have heard of them. People still don't know about foolies, right? So you know, there's a lot of things that. Somebody new will be exposed to me on this podcast and they'll start their journey of knowing who I am. And it is very much so like a rapper's tale. Like this is what rappers go through. Like you hear a new song, your favorite artist featuring another artist. You're like, oh, who's this other guy that's with my favorite artist? Then you're going through their discography. Then you're going through all their content. Then you're going through their videos. Then you're going through their breakfast club freestyles. And now you're like, oh man, I love J. Cole. Right. But you didn't know about him maybe prior to him being featured on a track with a popular artist that is in your industry and in your division and your background. You're saying so that kind of stuff. You just need one CEO, yeah. one game changer, one president, one person who can actually make the call to the person at the top to see you stop worrying about all these views and all this extra stuff and just start building that muscle. That's way more important. You know, I totally agree with that. And I think that's part of the, 
that's one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast is because I want to be able to have the, you know, you just don't know. I mean, why can't it's like, I look at it as I just want to connect more people. I want more people to know about wonderful people doing wonderful things, you know? And that's kind of really the big, the big area or the big Avenue of why I wanted to start this was because um, at first a lot of people were like, well, why would you do a bit up? You're like, what is that going to do? How does that sell you shirts? And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not, I'm like, it's not, I'm like, I just, I'm like, I just want, I want to cheerlead people. I want to encourage people. I'm like, and this is my way of doing it. If they can, they're not hearing it from me. Maybe they'll hear it from someone else and be inspired by somebody else to want to do something. And maybe it'll help someone else follow someone new and get a new person to follow. I mean, it's just all, that's what it's all about. Word of mouth, you know, just trying to spread the word. So no, man, I I think that's, uh, I think that's spectacular. So Nemo, you've been doing this now 13 years as a brand. Mm. Wow. Let's can we talk about some of the realities of of the 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 good and the bad about owning a clothing brand? Like what are <laughs> <laughs> because I know everyone wants to have the awesome clothing brand, uh, but there's some difficulties and obviously mm-hmm. there's some benefits that go with it. Can you can you give me some of the things that like the the positives and the negatives that you kind of feel go with having a clothing brand? Um, well, I, I tend to wear my own stuff everywhere. So, so that's cool. I I buy my own clothes, I guess. Right. So I'm kind of supporting myself, which is cool. You Um, wear it all the time? A lot. Not all. Cause uh, you know, certain scenarios I can't, but I understand. Yeah. 85, 90% of the time. Um, you know, if, if my future wife could let me wear fullies at the wedding, and I'm probably going to have it on at the reception, right? There's going to be some way I fuse this in somehow because um, that's just what it is. And, and most likely she's going to love me so much that she's willing to do well, that. And, that's part yeah. of you. Foolies yeah. is part of you. So that, that's just the, how it works. So that so there's some plus sides. The plus sides are those conversations I get to have. You know, I get to be able to meet other creators. I think it's allowed me to get outside my my own comfort zone and connect with people. Um, I have conversations with some really awesome and genuine people doing amazing things as well. Um, on the other side, you know, this is work, right? Like I have, like I told you, I'm a senior graphic designer, right? And before that, I've been designing for years, right? I've been everyone's something, their content creator, their logo person, their make my flyer, make my reports yeah. for my company. Like I'm serving a lot of bodies. Um, so more work <laughs> after work. It's not always what you want to do for work, right? Like you want right. to be like, man, I'm ah, the day is over, but I'm like, oh, a customer just said they didn't get their shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like now you kind of go into this mayday because if you don't resolve this quickly, this could be the Yelp review Correct. that kills it all, right? Like mm-hmm. now I have to sit here and worry about my integrity being on the line. Because nobody tells you, nobody goes on these things and say, oh, this is amazing. I love all of nope. it. Nope. It came a day late. And sometimes it wasn't even my fault, right? Yeah. Like I'm getting blamed for something I didn't even do, right? So there's all this stuff now. Like I have to be on alert. I have to like see, like I lost, and I didn't know if I was going to ever get to talk about this. I lost 5K because I misprinted a word on a shirt. And I printed out a couple hundred of them. And so, like, I'm going to let you know, like, I ain't got 5K to be just shelling out nowhere. Yeah, right. Like, like I don't got 5K to just be like, here you go. Right. But 
the beauty of that moment was like, slow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're moving too quickly. Like, you got to be a little bit more diligent. You got to have a little bit more checks and balances. Like, you know, like, and also a, a testament to me, like, take ownership. I could have blamed all this other, oh, but this person looked at it and this team, it's me. Right? So now that, like, and that put me in a place of depression for yeah. a bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I had such big aspirations this was probably going to be like the biggest opportunity that I've had ever gotten. And this was recent. This isn't like, Oh, this was year one. Like, no, this was like two months, three months ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this is going to be my biggest break. Like stars, everything aligned. This was like, I manifested this. Thank you, God. And then boom, typo on a shirt, take all the shirts away. We can't use them. Like we ended up giving them to a boys and girls club, um, which that's amazing in a sense. But then it's still like, dang, yeah. you know I'm saying like I lost. Right. So I don't know if people want to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if people want to deal with that hardships and face that reality. Like I had to put stuff on my credit card. I had to do some other stuff to get, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to do some hustling, I had to ask some qu- friends. I got to pay some people back. Like, Luckily, were you they able to send... get it. Were you able to get it uh, reprinted and used, and, or uh, no? Nah. The opportunity was gone. Yeah, it was like this was the deadline. It had made it to the place where it needed to be, but I noticed the day before showtime that it wasn't good. Man. And so these are the the whack stuff. You know, what I'm saying like people like this is why I don't like social media because nobody's telling you this, right? Like yeah. nobody's sharing the L's everyone wants to look at me I'm winning like no like I lost you know what I'm saying and that that loss put me in a place of sadness that I literally over the last week just got over and that was something that happened weeks ago so look man like yeah this is fun right yeah I meet people yeah we've had some viral moments yeah these things are going like but this like (laughs) this is this is work and to be honest, I've told people this before. Some of y'all are better off at being somebody's number two and not trying to be the number one, right? Like, no more are you trying to be on screen. You might be a great COO. You might be a great CTO, a great right hand to the guy or girl who just needs you behind them. You're saying, and I want people to stop trying so hard to be the CEO. No, you might need to jump on someone else's rocket ship that's taking off and saying, look, you the money. And with me, like we where is we need more Wozniaks, right? Like we need more and and hopefully, you you know, get screwed or anything like that. That story is interesting, but we need Wozniaks. We need more like. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, right? Once again, not the best examples because they got their own history too, but you get what I'm saying. You need no. a Robin. Yeah. And Robin is also not a great example. Yeah. But all, <laughs> all, all I'm saying... <laughs> but they're all winning. Everyone's winning in all these. Everyone is, has won in all of these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, for the most part. For the most part. So Robin I mean, might be the worst of well, examples. Well, yeah, yeah. Depending <laughs> on which Robin we're talking about here, yes. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That's a little comic book, uh, <laughs> comedy, comic humor there. But yeah. either way, we need to have more people willing to step up and be right hands because these game changers are struggling. 
there has been a couple years. And to be honest, what got me farther ahead in my design world was that I started finding women of color, black women specifically, who needed a right hand to their content that they were making. And I stepped in and said, hey, I'll do it. Not, ah, man, I got to let me find it on the website. No, I see what's going on. It doesn't look like you're doing it. I'll do it. And that was the load that they needed to be removed from them. And I came in, boom, 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 got these new clients, got all this energy, got paid way more in some cases that helped me fund more shirt dreams, more Mm -hmm. ways to highlight people. I got to pay influencers because I was flipping the money I was making, serving other people as their number two, taking that and paying other people to do photo shoots, to do the insane, like, You all need to focus on somebody's right hand for at least a season or three and then take off and be great. But for right now, like it's too many. Everybody can't be number one. And I think that's where a lot of people like are losing. They're wanting to start their own thing. Like, no, man, somebody needs your incredible brain power to know every number and every detail and every data point to make something happen. And then somebody else needs to be the face. It's not you. You got to let that ego go and serve and help someone else get to the top of the mountain and be okay with you not being a star. Yeah, man, that's, that's a really interesting, I've never thought of it that way. And it's very true. And that's, I think that's always a tough one when you're, especially when you, you know, everyone's got that, that thought process, like they want to be the one or they don't want to work for the man. Uh, you know what I mean? They want to be the man or be the woman, you know what I mean? And so like, that's always a tough one. Uh, and I could see that I can totally, uh, see that being one of the hard ones. One of the things, how do you think you, what well, was it a hard pill? Because I mean, I mean, obviously you're kind of doing, like you said, you're doing it right now. So what 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 led you to get to that point of, of realization? Because, I mean, obviously, it's a lot of ma- emotional maturity. And at the same time, being able to just be honest with yourself um, to do that. Was it more of like, hey, I'm just going to keep I'm just going to I mean, it kind of in many ways kind of sticks to the same idea of what how you've become like a beacon in that sense of I'm going to help you. And as you it's almost like that whole thing, that whole what is it like the high tide rises all ships mm, 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 uh, that concept is that where it kind of leads as well because i mean that's kind of where it, it kind of goes um i think for me um like i just get to a point where like until i can get to where i want with the shirt stuff like the shirts aren't enough right and i have more skills that i can provide someone um especially like a dope black woman out there um so like, why not? Like, yeah. I could take a season off, <laughs> right? Like, keep it light with maybe what I share and promote and then go serve somebody else for a quick season, which also helps bring in revenue if if that's the goal too, right? Maybe I just need revenue to be brought in so I can do more for my current state, like whatever. Um, But I just, I know I have more to offer. Like, I know that I'm probably somebody's dream, like strategist, something, right? Like I know, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they need me just not even to work for them, but they just need me in the office once a month to just like, hey, let's talk this out and to get their brain really spinning. I noticed that that's a gift of mine where I start talking to people and ideas just flow and things unlock for people that they're like, 
man, like I've had people say, like, I've hired coaches and I've spent thousands of dollars and you came in and in five minutes you got me thinking about this, this, this and this. And it's because I'm a human and I listen to other humans and I think like human and I I market like a human, you know what I'm saying? And I try to keep that energy going. And there's a lot of visceral and human things we feel that we've wanted to do, but we're scared because dollars and cents and all stuff. And I get it, you know, I get it. But I know when I get in a room and talk to certain people that I'm what they needed to talk to. It wasn't about my shirts right now. It wasn't about my brand and how I can be like, help put me on. No, it was a God moment that said, Nemo, go to this person, go work for them. <laughs> Humble thyself <laughs> and take the back seat. And you're not the king right now. You're not the emperor. You're not on the top right now. You're behind. And you're not going to get the love and attention. They may not say, good boy. I'm so proud of you. Go serve. And I'm going to show you how this serving is also going to come back and elevate you three, four, five times more higher. So I don't know what y'all tapped into out there. But I know for me, I've had those moments of like, Nemo. Go serve. It ain't about you right now. Put your pride aside. I've helped other people's brands get farther than me. And I'm like, oh, man, this uh, humble yourself, right? Because I need to work on your posture of your heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to get you right before you get into that spot where you're the mega millionaire and you're doing all this stuff. I need to make sure some things are good in you because if I let you get there too early, you're going to be on on the tabloids. This guy went crazy. This guy did this. He, he harmed himself because the success came too quickly. Humble yourself. Go be somebody's number two, their right hand. Sit at their feet. Learn. You don't know it all. Find some more growing you can do for a bit. And then come back to the drawing board and see what all those things you've learned can do to help propel you forward. And it has. Dude, that's like, it's so good. So good with what you're saying, because, uh, and I never really look, I've never looked at it that way. Cause I usually look at it. And sometimes when I start looking at it more of myself, I'm like, I'm like, what is it about? Why is it that I can provide, um, ideas and concepts? And, and, you know, it's kind of like when I'm, I have no problem giving that information when mm-hmm. I talk to someone and it's like, I have your, my brain can just go, Oh, what about these things? And you just start kind of, it's like a natural thing, like you said. And then, but then at the same time, I'll sometimes sit back and I'll be like, why the heck can I do this for myself? (laughs) Like, why can I just spit out? Like I've literally have had conversations with my wife where I was like, Hey, listen, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you what my problem is and (laughs) you're going to write it down and then have someone else tell me my problem. And then I could be like, Oh, you should do this and then record it. And then that's the advice I'm going to give myself because I'm like, I I feel like it's always like that where it's like, I need that. I need that person to give me the, 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 that information because I feel like it's always me doing it. So it's like, it's so amazing to think that way of how you've kind of, how, how you've laid it out. Well, I, the best advice I've been given was from Paul C. Brunson, um, this really dope black guy, entrepreneur. He's a Jamaican, so shout out to my Jamaicans out there. Boop, boop. Um, he said, if you want to make a million dollars, be willing to help a million people first. And so that's always been what I've stuck with for the last like 
think he told me that back in like 2014. And I've just kept that as a part of my formula. Like, if you want to make a million, help a million. So the reason why I haven't made a million yet personally is because I haven't helped a million people. And I'm going to continue to be on that journey. And I think the real thing is back to the muscle, right? Like, even if I help a million people, I may still not get that million, right? But I think it's that heart of service is what that idea wants you to to lean into. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the reason why we can help other people unlock things and almost set them free and get them to where we're going is because we've been giving a, given a gift and our heart is meant to serve. Yeah. That's why it's easy to help people before ourselves because we were literally put here to be a service to others. And until we can really like lean into that, I think because we have that struggle and because, and, and other people and people have manipulated us and used us and taken yeah. from us. And so I get why we're, we try to be as cautious as we can. And of course, be wise, have discernment, not saying go do everything willy nilly and give all your rights away, but there's just, don't, don't lose that posture for serving because I don't know who I'm serving and not to say they'll ever come back and help foolies, but what if, right? Like what if that kid who I sat on a zoom with for two hours, who just had a thought something goes right or wrong for or right for him or her. Right. And now they come back 25 years later and say, Hey man, I don't know if you remember me, man, but you are the reason why I graduated college. And I wasn't even going to continue but yeah. you, but I ran into you and I heard your story and you spoke with me when nobody else would. And I had your affirmation book and you gave me this or poured into my company or you were, uh, you helped my cousin who you were his right hand for a season. And then he hired me because his company took like, I love what the ripple effect of life can bring to us. And that's what I'm in this for. I'm into like, I want to be like that six degrees of separation from everybody at some point where it's like, man, I worked with him. I interacted with him. Like he helped me do this. He helped me get here. Like that's why I got featured in the Gary V book. I told him, I was like, you didn't say anything to me in that book. That was monumental. You confirmed for me. Cause he was like, Hey, if you read crush it, let me know. I want to get you in crushing it. Like you confirmed all my feelings I already had about why I should be living this life of service Versus trying to get all the time. And people are so confused. Bro, what are you doing? You you not monetizing. Bro, what are you you not getting? It? You gotta be. It's mines. Yeah. It's mines. I don't I don't have to do nothing. Right? I I can move and cool, calm, and collected and be in a negative in my bank account and just know that it's mine. And all this energy that I'm putting out is a snowball. And once that thing starts really ramping up, oh, it's, it's going to hit you fast, right? Anybody that's listening to this podcast episode today, the success is coming and it's going to hit you fast. So all this crap, all these highs, lows, all these experiences, it's all just it's it's tethering you. It's it's beating you right to get the abs from like it's getting you mentally ready for when the success comes and you're going to love it so much more and you're going to be at peace with it. You're not going to like you're not you didn't you didn't do this being a scammer, right? <laughs> like getting yeah. people out of their their dot like it's going to be so sweet 
So just stay the course and and keep being foolish and going after it because that's what this game is about. And no story you've heard has not had this rise to the top. Like every story is the same, right? That's all the movies you watch. Yep. That's what we look for. We're hoping that the person who's beginning beat down the whole movie rise up. This is your this is your this is your movie. This is like your rise to ascension is coming. So just be patient. Don't change who you are. Keep serving. Keep loving on other people. Keep doing when others try you, disrespect you, whatever. Keep moving. Keep don't stop. Keep going. Like keep going because your time is coming and it's gonna be great. I'm not even going to ask you uh, my usual question because you pretty much hit it. So I won't even ask advice <laughs> for for uh, for starting something. We're just going to use that as the answer. Um, how can people? <laughs> what, what was the question? What well, was my question, question was going to be like, what do you tell people when they want to start something? But um, I don't. That there's that we don't need to. You've answered that. My uh, my better question <laughs> is, how can people follow you, mm-hmm. and how can they support? And check out and check out the brand and follow you on social and do some shopping at, at the Foolies. Uh, you know, tell people how they can follow and, and uh, support. Yeah. Um, well, you can come along with with me on this journey uh, at Foolies. F double O L I E S. Um, so F O O L I E S. That's the Instagram uh, account. Um, the Foolies dot com is where you can find all our merchandise. Um, and then once you get there. Sign up for our email and our newsletter, and then that'll get you plugged into the brand when we drop new merch, when there's new uh, affirmations books that we're dropping. That'll give you insight to get into the um, the Facebook group where, you know, I keep encouraging people through, you know, affirmations, that kind of stuff. So thefoolies.com, at thefoolies on Instagram, or just at foolies, excuse me, on Instagram. Uh, message me. Let me know you heard this podcast. We'd love to just, you know, chit chat coffee chat whatever they yeah. call it in the streets and um yeah hopefully i'll just go after your dream like even if you don't listen and follow me and all this stuff like just be like yep this is what i needed and it's time to go to work how often how often do you um do you get that like when you have those moments and you get the you you like the moments that maybe like you know kind of like what you just said how like you may be that moment for someone else how often do you feel like when you uh, are, it works in a mysterious way. And I'm just kind of curious if you have ever had an example like that, where you've kind of had those doubts and, um, and then someone comes and and becomes that, like that voice. for you. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I'm very blessed to say, I don't know how much I've gotten it, but I have gotten it, um, at least more than a handful. So I won't be like, I get it every week, you know, be (laughs) kind of like flex, but I've got it enough to know that like, a lot of people just don't want to comment on stuff because like they just don't care to comment, but they they received it. You know what I'm saying? And I think I get that interaction whenever I see people in person. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey man, I saw that post once and you just you don't like, you know, and I think that's 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? I wish they would have commented or shared Correct. or said something, but we'll let you continue to lurk and, and get consume the content. But um I get does, it more times than I than I think I do. Does so. it? So in that kind of and I, and I was trying to end, but you basically brought up a topic. I just wanted to because <laughs> there's certain things where I'm like it and it and it does it does kind of irk me sometimes, mm-hmm. and I try not to because I literally know that when I 
when I share a message on my personal or anything like that and just tell like just want to like something's inside of me that needs to come out and I need to tell someone mm. and I need to I need someone to hear a positive message because they're not getting it. Um, I find it interesting because sometimes you're right. You don't you don't hear anything. Um, you don't get it. Uh, you don't get any like, you know, the comment or anything like that in order for it to become something where it actually is helping someone. Mm. Um, but what's funny is that when you when you stop doing it, um, like in some cases, I'll stop. Then I'll get a message. Where like, you hey, at, I, man? Why are you at? Why aren't you? Why are you doing that anymore? I was like, I didn't even know you were watching. I was like, and sometimes, and it's like a weird mix. It's a weird mix for me because some of it sometimes is me going, well, I don't really care. I'm like, if I could just help one person that actually mm -hmm. this this will help, then that's that's what I got it for. Sometimes I do it for me. Like I just need it for me. Like I need to hear it because I want to hear it. So I say it out loud so that I'm hearing it and I'm now seeing it yeah, back yeah, when I watch yeah. it. And I'm reflecting back at that. Um, so, yeah, so it's very interesting that that and the other aspect that I find very interesting is the fact of like, um, you know, you and, and I kind of look at it as when you talked about finding like your niche and your tribe and your and your group, like there's going to be people like and, I, and I've told some other people this like, hey, when you you know, because I've had I've been talking more and more with like folks trying to start brands and stuff. And I say, hey, listen, like the first the first shirt. Yeah, you'll probably get your friends and all the friends and family yeah, yeah, to buy yeah. it. But it's the it's the well, who's buying your shirt at the 20th, the, your 20th shirt yeah, that you've yeah, done. Yeah. Like those are the ones that you need to worry about, like the people that are taking care of you and supporting you. Not it, like you forget about friends and family sometimes like they're they're like a, they'll give you like the courtesy shop. It's, yeah, the, yeah. it's the ones that are like part of you, like that are, are supporting you and, and treating you right. And I, and I will say this, too. Um, if you're a good human, right, like. And you you care, you check in on people regularly, you know what I'm saying? Like if you do your due diligence and you're not looking for anything in return, like you're yep. truly doing this from your heart. Um I've had it where like those close friends ten years later are still the main ones buying. And mm -hmm. I think it's because I was just a good human in their life in mm -hmm. general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I still call in, I still check in, I, I still keep them accountable. I'm still listening to their goals and dreams, even if they've never purchased anything. Like you're saying, like it hasn't yeah. like I haven't changed my Correct. my posture because you didn't give me anything or you didn't support me. Exactly. To be honest, I'm happy that yeah. you didn't. Right. Because like yeah. maybe your shirt would have been the one I jacked up and like it got the ink wrong and oh, the, yeah. the, the, the tour. It, you didn't get it on time. So I didn't want to hear feel the wrath yeah, that you yeah, might have yeah, given yeah. me. So I think if I think the reason why people support what we do and why when we do like get that exponential like we're everywhere every household every black mom and dad like you know what I'm saying when yeah. we get that moment when they start going through the track record when they start going through the crates the narrative is all the same like this guy was like i just need you know what I'm saying so just maybe it's just take a breath y'all and just try being a good human that's it no expectations. I, I don't want anything. Support people genuinely. Help people. Give your gifts. That's one thing I learned from Seth Godin, like, and reading his content. Like, what can I give that nobody can repay me back for? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's nothing that they could monetarily even return back to me to pay me back. Could I do something that could truly be that rewarding to someone else's life? And I truly get nothing in return. Can I live that selfless life? It, it's it's a good life over here and it might not always feel like it because we're looking for dollars and mm -hmm. capitalism and all this stuff but 
just try being a good human. And as you build your brand while being a good human, all the right people and things will start to form and come into place. So it don't matter if your homies are buying the 20th, exactly. like uh, just, you just keep being you. Yep. No, man, you, uh, that's a great way to end the, end the episode. Uh, Nemo, thank you so much, man, for, uh, for coming on. I think, uh, very good. I I needed it. I think everyone kind of needs to hear things like this uh, and be inspired. I definitely uh, definitely make sure to check out the Foolies. If for anything, give them a follow on social at least to be able to <laughs> to go between. I, I, you don't know how many times I think I've used some of his own uh, his own his own music and his own stuff on my Instagram uh, because he speaks some truth and, and definitely uh, a great a, a great follow and a great guy. I've uh, definitely an honor and I appreciate man you having you being on and being on the no show problem. that's the show for today thanks for being on and having lunch with me um definitely check out the you know check out the foolies.com and foolies at on instagram um if you enjoyed the show definitely make sure to subscribe tell your friends share it um if you want to support my brand check out deli fresh threads um and you know by all means you know rep that and wear that if let's go good you know we're both our stuff, man. It's good. It's it's just great stuff. <laughs> We're just making great stuff, man. And if not, that's okay. Just tell someone else about them. I just, you know, that's really the key. Just tell, I don't care if you don't buy it. Just, just make sure to tell someone about us. And you um, use us some gifts, whatever you got to yep, do. Exactly. Thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks everyone. Peace.